Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following His lead in the great Northwest. Okay, here we are again on the Now Leading Podcast. This is Dust Kunkel, and I'm sitting here with uh, President Paul Lindemann. We talked about this a little bit. We're looking at doing a uh, three-part sort of uh, series here right now on leadership and diving in a little more deeply into leadership and what it's all about. So why don't you fill fill the listener in on what you and I were just talking about. Sure, Dust. Uh, In 2012, when I had the chance to lead my first district convention and make my first report to the convention, Mm. I structured it around a quote Mm. that I think still rings pretty true. It's a quote from... uh, Max Dupree, who's a businessman, who uh, I believe Max was is an alumnus of Wheaton College in huh. suburban Chicago, which is a Christian college out there. And uh, a lot of what he has to say has God's fingerprint on it. And mm-hmm. so we're going to use a quote for our next three podcasts right. to, to try to do some thinking about what leadership is all about. And here's the quote. The first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. Mm -hmm. The last is to say thank you. Mm -hmm. And in between, the leader is a servant. Right. So we'll take take the next three podcasts to deal with each one of those in a little bit more detail. Okay. So for today, um, we're going to be talking about the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. Hmm. I think of all kinds of things when I when I hear you say that defining reality, and uh, we we work with people who have all kinds of different perspectives on reality, don't we? Oh yes. <laughs> well, there's a lot of different definitions for many things in the yep. church right now, and I think there's no doubt in my mind that uh, there's a wide variety of opinion mm. about what is real. Yeah. And and how the church is functioning within that reality. Right. And uh, you know the one that resonates with me the most, especially because we're a West Coast kind mm. of ministry, is that we're in a post-church culture. Yeah. And post-church means that people have some basic experience right. with church, but it's not the healthiest one. Right. So they, they approach the question of being connected to a church with a lot of skepticism mm-hmm. and even hostility. Yeah, in there's, some cases. there's baggage for many people related to the church. Good way to say yeah. it. There's a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're seeking to try to overcome some mm-hmm. of that baggage. And, and how do we do that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the reality that we find ourselves in uh, where God has placed us is, is many people mm-hmm. who either don't have experience with the organized church and don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to have experience with yeah, the organized I mean, church. They, they could... Uh, for they could spend the rest of their days without ever being connected to an organized church, and they'd be fine. Yeah, from their perspective. From their yeah. perspective, so there's there's kind of a vacuum there. Mm. What's interesting is that when a need arises in someone's life, mm-hmm. you know, and and it can come in a variety of forms. Um, it can be something healthy and positive, like mm-hmm. uh, beginning a new chapter in life. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. that chapter is. A marriage, or it's uh, uh, becoming parents, right? Those big or, life events, you know, those yeah, big deals mm-hmm. like that, where people enter it with a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. It's it's very interesting to me that people at that point often seek some kind of a connection mm-hmm. to a spiritual center, right? 
And uh, if if it's not a formal Christian church, mm-hmm. uh, it, it is something of, with a greater meaning. Yes. You know? They and, recognize that there's something deeper maybe going on, right. bigger going on uh, underneath all of whatever it is that they're dealing with at that moment. Right, yeah. right. And I guess I kind of, I see that as God's fingerprint on their life. You uh-huh. know? He's their creator, right. whether they recognize it or not. Yes. And when they find themselves in a place where something big is happening, mm-hmm. it gets them to take a step back perhaps mm-hmm. and step out of the routine and mm-hmm. their normal way of thinking and see a larger picture. Right. And so for us as um, leaders in the church, uh, it's important for us to be ready to take advantage of those moments. Yes. To step in because um, we know that that spiritual influence has a name. Yes. And that he has a personality. Right. And that he has done something significant mm. to draw us to himself. And right. we can point to Jesus and the cross. Right. And the love of God the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit to try to mm. draw us into that reality of right. communion and connection to Him and as being a part mm. of the body of Christ. There's a story, Jesus Jesus and His story, and the opportunity to yes. invite people into that. There are moments, I'm hearing you say, there are these doorways mm-hmm. that bring people in. So connect this to that what, what we started out with, which was leaders, uh, What the, the real job of a leader is to define reality so the reality i think is is that people well i somebody put it this way people have a god-shaped hole in their heart Uh and that's a reality Mm -hmm. that they sometimes see and sometimes don't Mm. the other piece of reality would be that there are moments or or times in their life when they're very highly sensitive to that yes and are pursuing right meeting that need Mm -hmm. and sometimes the need comes and then we have the opportunity to fill a need yeah. and then share with people why. Yes. Why we're doing right. this. Um, and as as congregations and, and our schools and the various ministries that are connected mm-hmm. to our church uh, are placed in particular communities at particular times. Right. Uh, they have their own setting. And in the Northwest, man, we've got so many different settings. Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. It is. It's all over the map. <laughs> What, what's important for local leaders to do is to help their congregations, mm-hmm. schools, or, or ministries discern what their particular reality is in that community. Right. And part of that is surfacing need mm-hmm. or niches that aren't yeah. being filled in other ways so that they can step into those niches with right. the message of the gospel, but starting by meeting people where they're at. Yes. And uh, this is where First where Peter 3.15 really speaks loudly to us, where Peter says, In your heart set, set mm-hmm. apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give a reason for the hope that you have. Right. When people ask. Yeah. But do so with gentleness and respect. Mm. And so our great challenge is trying to step into the realities that God has placed around us. Right. And then be ready to point to the why yes why we're doing this it's because god loves us so much Mm -hmm. and and he has a better life for us than Mm -hmm. we can make for ourselves you know that that there's something out there that he can draw us into that we can't manufacture that we can't create but that he wants to give to us it's more than we could ever dream oh man he's offering it um so i 
this whole leadership thing is so interesting. It's really, um, my, my, my brain is racing right now, Paul, because mm-hmm. I'm, I heard you say, you know, the other thing at the, is that a leader says thank you, and in between, the leader serves. Mm-hmm. And so we've got those, we're going to be talking about those two things as well in the next Correct. two podcasts. But defining reality, let's, let's kind of zero back in on that first again. Yes. So yes. I also heard you say that our reality in the Northwest is we're in a post-church culture. So one of the big realities for us is that people bring all kinds of layers of perspectives about the church that are many of them not positive. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's part of the reality that we need to pay attention to as we go forward. And there are things that we don't think about ourselves. Right. We don't don't evaluate ourselves that way. Right. But we have to recognize that other people are. That's the reality. Mm -hmm. That is the reality. And and to uh, be ready to step into that, even mm-hmm. when it's not the most inviting or the right. most comfortable for us, but to, to seek how we might step into that. I wanna, I wanna bring up a couple of yeah. tools that people can use to discern what their reality is great. in their particular community. And one of the great partnerships that we have is with uh, Lutheran Church Extension Fund, LCEF, mm-hmm. and they bring some great resources to the table. One of those is Mission Insight, which mm-hmm. is a service that they provide that provides uh, kind of a deep dive into the demographics of your community. Right. That tells you a lot about the people that are around you, mm-hmm. what their perceived needs are, what their what their actual needs might right. be, and uh, hopefully hopefully will open some doors into ways in which the church mm-hmm. can make a difference for even people that are not a part of the association. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, the other one is um, is uh, oh no, I lost it. <laughs> Vision Path. Vision Path. There Thank you, go. Dust. Thank But you. before we get into that, yeah. we've seen a, a number of congregations really su- be surprised by their communities oh, when man. they get into Mission Insight. Oh, In man. other words, they start looking at all this, all, kind of the the some of the details, but also some of the trends in their neighborhoods. Totally. And, yeah. and suddenly realize, oh, this is the reality compared to this. And, and right. that's like, right. well, I'm hearing you say, that's the first battle we have to fight is telling the truth to ourselves about what's really going on yes. in our neighborhoods. Thank you for that. You're yeah. right. You're exactly right. Okay. When when congregations are vacant and mm-hmm. they're preparing to issue a call, yes. um, our office asks asks them to do Mission right. Insight as a part of their self-study. And that self-study piece is really important. It is. But even congregations who aren't looking for a pastor can mm. benefit from Mission Insight. Right. It's not just required that uh, you have to be vacant for it. Yeah. But um, but Vision Path is another uh, way then to get at what do those numbers mean for exactly. us and how can we respond to them. And uh, Vision Path is a service, again, that is available to congregations mm-hmm. through LCEF where someone will come into mm-hmm. your church and help you discern answers to some of those right. questions. So in our, in our district... Uh, the contact person, Susan Olson, here right. at the district office. And uh, this is a plug for Susan. Yep. Uh, if, you, if you're interested in learning more about your community and then trying to figure out what to do about it, LCEF can really help. Exactly. And we've seen that uh, the, the combination of Vision Path with uh, Mission Insight takes the data and helps a congregation process that data together. And, right. and we need, we actually need to do that as well, don't we? It's one thing to look at things on a page. It's another thing to sit together in a room and process together right. what, what, well, what does this mean? Yeah, yep. that's the, the body of Christ in action. Yes, that's right. Having that conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
A couple other uh, things, a couple other resources we wanted to share before we're done with this little this segment of the podcast, right? The uh, essential participants, yes, uh, which is another process-oriented tool for congregations that they mm-hmm. can access with us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, essential participants is the uh, product that was produced after the last district convention yeah. in 2015, mm-hmm. where our board led us through the ENDS policies and how that connects to our communities. Yep, and it's a toolkit that's available on the Northwest District website that gives you some handholds about how you can ask some of those right. significant questions about your ministry. The other one to uh, the other resource that we'd like to make available is the Legacy Toolkit. Mm-hmm. That's also on our district website. And it helps congregations discern where they are in the life cycle of, a, of their congregational yeah. life. And you know what's really true that we don't often talk about is that congregations that are in a plateaued or even declining stage can have yes. a rebirth. Yes. And that, that rebirth is all centered around uh, refocusing their energy into what we're talking about today. Yeah. Dealing with the reality in a positive, healthy, yep. forward-looking direction. Right. And not allowing our, ourselves to get too entangled by yeah. things that are of less consequence. Right. You know, I saw the doctor the other day, and sometimes that can be a painful experience, can it? (laughs) And you get all this feedback, and you get labs done and so forth, and um, uh, then someone tells you the truth about what's going on. And Mm -hmm. um, in the midst of things being painful, it still is one of the most important things we can do for ourselves as human beings, but kind of to draw the parallel, what we're talking about here is similar. It's There are tools available for congregations to also... Uh, look at reality, what's really happening, mm-hmm. and kind of tell the truth to themselves. And then mm-hmm. there's after that, there's a number of other steps that come, uh, depending on on how the Holy Spirit leads them. That's right. Yeah. Two Lutheran questions, right? Yeah. What does this mean? And kind of coming up with an answer to that, and then how is this done? How are we going to make done? this work? Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Well, this was this has been a great conversation, at least to start with, on uh, defining reality. And um, my guess is we'll get more into that, particularly down the road. We might be talking a little more about congregation life cycles, mm-hmm. and that might be a podcast and and some other things. But um, the, our next podcast that will be coming after this one will be about uh, serving and about thanking. And mm-hmm. so we hope that you tune in again, uh, listener, wherever you are. Final question. We always like to leave them with a question, Paul. Here you go. The question that uh, I'd like you to be thinking about following this podcast is, how's how's my reality changed in the last few years? Um, How has my community changed? And uh, thinking about that might help you discern where you want to go. That's right. How's my reality changed? You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast, and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it happen.